Hello and welcome into the Sober Data Game Week 418 preview. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on Sober, joined once again by Quinny, who apologies for being late, everyone. As Quinny said just a second ago to me, we uh, we both have some blame here. So hopefully we just knock this show out of the park and nobody will even remember. So it'll be fine. That's Simple that's as that. SR Monkey first. All is right in the world. It does feel like there's a little bit of a, on a Monday, it's morning for me, Monday morning, getting the, the week off right with SR Monkey uh, joining us right away. Packus, hello. Ben Johnson, Erkin's here. It's Wilson, Mike Bastin. Hey, up? Mike Bastin did remind everyone to hit the like button. And then I like wrote almost right after that, sorry for being late. So so we'll we'll deal with that there. Uh, so Malta, what's up? Ian. Parrot Press, Erkin, really appreciate you guys coming in. So, um, yeah, Quinny, I'm having an absolutely horrific weekend game week. Oh, and so I couldn't be more excited to just jump into the midweek, man. Oof. Yeah, I'm kind of there as well. The weekend was like, it promised so much. And, uh, you know, I've had this kind of uh, session over the last like three or four like non international weekends where. But either my goalkeepers, they've either all been fine or they've all been crap. And then, you, you know, it's like with goalkeepers, if they're crap, they kind of hamstring you a bit, don't they? Um, but it felt like this game week, all my midfielders done something. But no, none of my strikers really are none of my defenders. If you know what I mean, it was just all in midfield. It was like, oh, brilliant. Like the base of that team is hitting. And then it's like, where's the defender? Oh, 38 points. Okay. Where's the defender on that one? Oh, 42 points. And it's, it's just been a bit like, oh. Almost, you know. Totally, totally. I am currently, I don't even remember how many lineups I had. I, I tweeted about it, which probably made it worse. It's 30-something lineups, zero card rewards, zero Ooh. thresholds. Ouchie. It's, and just like you, like I had, I actually had a disaster class on Friday. Like my, I knew on Friday that this was going to be a terrible game week, but I had one glimmer of hope with my all-star rare plus lineup, which like, if I was going to have a glimmer of hope, that's where I want it. And then I got a double decisive for my super rare forward. My other super rare scored six, uh, just about under 60, which like with the bonus helps. I had a Bruno Fernandez captain. He got an assist and I was like, all right, Tigres clean sheet. And we are rocking two, one Tigres 70 <sighs> combined points from the goalie and defender. And I was just like, well, at least I have the club shop. That's it. <laughs> the alarms are set. Yeah. Let's get into the midweek here. That's what we really are here to talk about. And Quinny, the one thing that jumped out at me when I looked at this matchup page <sighs> is we've got some big Europa Conference League favorites this week, which we just don't have that often. I feel like the Midweek stuff during European competitions is like, oh, the Champions League. And obviously, we've got Man City against Young Boys. That's going to be one that I think anyone with Man City cards, although you got to deal with the rotation and whatnot. But from the top four, because I'm going to cut it off just to make my point sound better, of the four biggest favorites of this game week, three of them play in the Conference League. We've got Fiorentina at home against. I have absolutely no idea what that is. Okay. You got a lot of cards too. Where are they? Uh, well, it says Serbia, but maybe Macedonia or something like that. But it's one of them. Serbia nailed it. Hey. Literally, still Good. my favorite game of the show. Anyway, <laughs> uh, again, home against Breidablik, UBK. It sounds Scandinavian to me. So Iceland. Uh, did I skip it? Yep, Iceland. Did you know that, or are you guessing that one? I knew that one. You... <laughs> yeah. And Eintracht Frankfurt. Oh, my gosh. We've got a, just a triple threat here. Helsing. That's, that's Helsinki. That's Finland. Oh, yeah. That's just giving it right away. Yeah. All right. It's just Sometimes they're, they're called some different names. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> government name, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um. But yeah, it was quite surprising to see Fiorentina right up at the top there as well. I thought that was quite an eye-catching one. Uh, they have, I think they're playing tonight, so I don't know if like how hard it'll be to predict their like rotation or whatever. Cause maybe somebody picks up a wee bang or a bruise tonight, for example. I think they play tonight anyway. Maybe wrong, but I've not caught them this game week yet. 
Uh, so yeah, last fixture was eight for. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, that seems like that's a tough. Yeah, they're still playing, and then away to Lazio for next weekend. It's, Fiorentina is one of those teams that every so often there's like a random player that pops up, and I'm like, I wonder where they are now, and it's like, oh, Fiorentina, how about that? And yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure I could have named any anyone in this eleven, no, like knowing that they played for Fiorentina. I guess uh, isn't Nico Gonzalez? Yeah. I guess he came off the bench in their last game, but he's hot hmm. property. But yeah, there they are. All of those Fiorentina stackers should feel good this week. Um, let's see. Johanneton said no uh, Maccabee Tel Aviv this week. That's right, because the um, no Van Overrated. I have a Yoris Van Overeem super rare, which um, Johanneton knows about. He calls him Van Overrated, which is really harsh, <laughs> but also probably fair given the scores I've gotten out of him. Um, ben said, so we have no odds for the AFC Champion League, Champions League matches, which I'll just scroll to the bottom so we can find them. Who do we even have this week? Just all of the regular ones. Yeah. Uh, looks like some of the, oh, there's Al Nasser, I guess. Yeah. So we don't have those. So apologies for that. Uh, GWAM said, where is this page on the web app? So I'll show you right here. It's in the game week center. So if you just, I'll just start from the beginning. I We don't have a direct link to it. I We should probably change that. But I go just game week, games, and then it's this matchups tab. And it defaults to the current game week, but I just move ahead to the, oh, that's why uh, Ahalal plays uh, today, I believe. Do they already play? What time is it? Maybe. They haven't played yeah. Yet. Anyway. I was looking for them on that Asian Champions League list below. But so that's where you can find all of this. Um, Reese is telling us for Eintracht Frankfurt that I believe Kevin Trapp is suspended. So we have the backup Grawl, who is a 0L15, should be starting that one for the fourth biggest favorite of the entire game week. So that's fantastic. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Reese said, or does it count if you played this past game week? It should not count. Like you get two weeks, like his score from the weekend does not matter for the midweek and so yeah game on let's uh let's rock uh we also yes. have barcelona home against shakhtar liverpool against is that toulouse it is leipzig against uh red uh red star right yeah that's who that is yeah yeah uh leverkusen against Carabag. leverkusen i feel like this is one that trips people up in the uh, in is this europa yeah, in Europa, because yeah. like I know Jonas Hoffman like hasn't been starting, so it's like one of those that like we know, but also they do play enough of their good players that like any sort of rotation I feel like could really trip people up. But he seems Hoffman is, has been kind of regularly. I say that having played two games, but um, looks like Vert sat the last one too, and Boniface, yeah, Grimaldo, yeah, that's a tricky one. But anyway. It's a main jeopardy with Leverkusen, but I think like that's that that for me should be one of the top fixtures because at home, I think if they win that game, like I, I know you kind of need to get to four games before you can strictly say you've qualified. If you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. once you've once you've dispensed for them, that's nine points after three. The next yeah. game will be away to Quarabag, which is notoriously you know a, a long journey and whatever. So maybe that's a draw or something. But you you know I think these three points are quite valuable. Worst didn't start at the weekend, you know so. Uh, because he just came back from international duty yeah. and stuff like that. So the Leverkusen team is probably the, you know, if you can predict it, I think, you know, they've got one of the best games this weekend, uh, this midweek. Um, Lunev, the ex-Leverkusen goalkeeper, oh. is the starter for uh, Karabag, who... That's fun. Yeah, that is a... I always appreciate a good revenge game. Uh, but Ben said Karabag have conceded no goals in Europe this season, which... Against Molda and Hakan, yeah. feels like that's just understandable. Leverkusen, a bit of a different, uh, different beast than those two. Um, Lise Mantel says, "Don't sleep on Frankfurt," but I'm not sure anybody's actually sleeping when they're this high up the list. So um, I'm trying to see. I was going to jump into second division Europe, and I was like, "Well, let me just see what the top favorite is." Here's Leicester as the top favorite, home against Sunderland. And they are quite far down the list of, of teams influential that, games. Yeah. But let's see. Leicester, West Brom, Pisa, Coventry City, and Leeds, top five favorites. 
let's see. There are only, yeah, only three of those, the top three are more than 50% likely to win. Feels kind of ugly. Um, yeah. With a midweek game, I'm always kind of drawn to a low percentage chance of clean sheet or high percentage chance of three goals to be scored. If you know what I mean, with, the, with these types of games, just what ones might have a bit of action and then can you get some, you know, if I had any players involved, then that's a good thing. But yeah, so. So Ramalta saying so, uh, Lester play on Tuesday. And so some Ooh. rotation is, should be expected. I've also gotten some inside information from our good friend Sam Ty, the football guy, who said he, he's expecting Southampton to rotate a little bit, at least Ooh. with my boy Suleimana, who's the only one <laughs> pictured here as, as my Southampton players. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, coming back from an international break and then playing so quickly um, weekend, midweek, they'll play next weekend also. So I know we say this a, a lot about these second division teams that they should be used to this by now, but guys need a break every so often. And not, not everybody got one over the, got one over the international break. So Ramalto said Leeds and Coventry play Wednesday and have good matchups. If you can get the starters and yeah, my guess is there's such thing as a Tuesday curse yet. Every day of the week is a curse for me at this point. So I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I know that feeling. It feels like yeah, cap so mode and second division play, uh, competitions for these players. It, it, I mean, I mean, maybe I, I feel like a full strength Leicester. You would think, yeah, like let's go. But I think Dewsbury Hall actually came off the bench the last time they rotated a little bit. So maybe if he gets a rest, then I know most successful Leicester stacks include Dewsbury Hall. So uh, that could be a bit of an issue. But anything jump out? No, not particularly. Let's like see. I'm always looking for either the like three goals scored and the win percentage on the lesser game is the most standout thing on that page by a long way. You know, everything else is because again, just where cards actually are as well. Like leads away to Stoke. I know that's not a great game on the face of it, but that's exactly the sort of game that you can't predict in the championship as Stoke at home to somebody. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly yeah. the sort of game that will just do you. They'll win five 0 or something. You know. <laughs> So, yeah, nothing really jumps out in that sense. Yeah. I like chasing goals or like one sided on, on, on these, if at all, but nothing jumps out. Ricky Loma said that they're a Coventry fan and they're not even sure who's going to start. So, that's that just makes the makes the situation even uglier. We've got, yeah, so the Asian Champions League, I guess we have one J League game. Nagoya Melbourne City airplane. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Melbourne City. <laughs> yeah, there he is. That's right. Um, let's see who they have this week. I don't. I that is. It looks like a K League team, maybe. No, Burundi. That Thailand, Thailand, Thailand or right. Vietnam or. That's oh, an obvious one. Know. If you know the countries, I don't know those countries well enough, but it's an obvious one if you know the places. Burundi. I think it's Thailand. It's maybe out, Vietnam. Thailand. Yeah. Hey, you were right. That was a guess. <laughs> that was a guess. So where Josh said, uh, Marinos have the best fixture of the game week. They are home to Kaya Ilolio. There's no way I said that right. Kaya FC. What do you got, Quinny? Oh, I'm going to say this must be like a wee island or something like that. So uh, I'm going to say Seychelles. Um, we've got the Philippines, so it's actually a oh. billion islands, not just one small island. <laughs> so close. But yeah, Kai FC, who lost 4-0 uh, away to Incheon in their first matchup, and then lost 3-1 oh. at home to Shandong back in oh, yeah. September. So, I mean, I'm not here to tell you that Marinos at home is a bad matchup. That looks like a really good one. That looks incredible. Yeah. Ben Johnson said... Uh, Burium have former Midgeland legend Dion Cools playing for them, which, oh, I did know that um, because I tried to get the one of a hundred, I think, Dion Cools from Pavel. And so obviously they're, it's a super blue X and they have three random Asia Champions League games. And I think he wanted like three ETH for a rare card. And I was like, okay, never mind. guess we just yeah. won't get that one. Um, he's so sort of, Josh also adds though, 
the uh, Marinos lineup is impossible to predict. So you might not see their stacks at the top, which uh, that's what happens these game weeks. Yeah. Um, but I think if you have Yokohama, especially in the kind of the way that, especially on this channel, it's kind of spoken about to like back a team, like get a collection and whatnot. In this midweek, if you've got both goalkeepers, you've got four or five defenders, etc. You'll play one team in All Star Rare. You maybe play one in Two Forty. You maybe play one in Asia. So I'm sure they'll pop up somewhere. It's just like you say. It's just what does the actual team turn out? Is it like the A list team or? The C list team, or you know, yeah. or whatever kind of blend it is, it's just the reality mm -hmm. then of what, what comes out. So, depends. Let's say what Japanese market J, J and K League have got really, really cheap over the last three months by comparison. So, it's been easy if you've had those main cards to just get the pieces around them. So, yeah, good game week for that. If you can cover the bases with the goalkeepers, enough, get enough uh, teams out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a headache that I will happily avoid for myself. So there's that. Um, got anything in America? Oh, yeah, we've got some MLS playoffs. That's right. So anyone who did their their lineups before, like the, their midweek lineups before this past game week, you did them Friday or Saturday, go back again because you may have players that are now showing up that were not showing up previously because we didn't know kind of what their matchup was. And so... We do have some MLS playoffs, Sporting Kansas City um, up near the top, who, or home against San Jose. That's a weird one. Uh, River Plate, love to see that. But um, yeah, we've got some Colombian teams and some non-fully licensed Liga MX with Monterey, although they do have a number of players, including a goalie. Um, There's a team as well. Yeah, we got some Argentina, Brazil. Got all the good stuff this week. Nothing full, yeah. but we have, yeah, some midweek. Oh, there's Atlas. I'll take that. But nothing, nobody looks overly dominant. Um, I'm just going to hope that River Plate are overly dominant. That's all. Yeah, well, certainly opposition stats look to favor them, certainly. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah. I think with the South, like, the South American ones, it's always the home bias. But I've seen Kansas City come on my lineup builder as well. And I was like, that cannot be a playoff game straight away. But I suppose they are the dregs of the playoffs. And it's like, these guys like just got in. They barely yeah. should even be playoff teams, you know. So <laughs> just get into the next get, get into the next four days. Go fight each other out and eliminate somebody. And then we'll get to the real stuff. So uh, two wee sneaky games there. I hope Kansas are my only... MLS um, playoff, like club card, whatever to Johnny Russell. So, yeah, so it's all Kansas for me this year in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, oh, go Kansas! KC, there it is. All yeah, right. Johnny um, Russell all the way. That, well, well, somebody uh, there it is. Glenn said he was at the Sporting KC game on Saturday. He said we nice. absolutely dicked Minnesota. Johnny Boy played like a man possessed. Good Johnny Russell is so good. You just have yeah. to actually get good Johnny Russell there. Um, and one of my favorite things about Sora right here, Pablo said, I hate this midweek. I have my river stack, but I'm an Independiente fan. It'd be very hard Oof. to watch. Pablo, those situations, like maybe you just play the attacking side or, and you're like, oh, hopefully, you know, maybe we win 4-3 and, uh, you know, and all your uh, attackers from River Plate get there. But as somebody with an Armani myself, I'm really hoping that they do not just come remotely close to scoring. Anyway, Alex Wilson said he has a Corinthian stack with Enzo Perez on the side. So that's perfect. Yeah, I love that. Anything with Enzo Perez, I'm, I'm a fan of. So, yeah. Um, and Pablo said, Slate. Independiente, first at the moment in the group, Tevez has not lost a game since he arrived as coach. How about that? That was a great, great run. I seen, uh, I seen something about Tevez actually talking about uh, the education of his players and stuff like that. Like he's doing a lot to like actually, um, like increase the welfare of all the players at the club and all that education, writing and reading, you know, basic oh, stuff wow. like that. Yeah, so I think he's really like a bit of a, you know, he's having a real kind of, uh, you know, arrival as a as a coach and a manager over there. So that's that's good to hear the form that they've had to back it up. That's that's a lot of fun. That's One fun. thing I was going to say, but that was a real uh, killer from. Oh no, actually, I've got, uh, Vancouver made the playoffs, didn't they? But um, 
at the weekend, gold. I don't know if you've seen the scores, Laird, but... Oh, I saw them. Oh, I was a classic so, woodcutter. Like, oh, that, mate. I woke up to that and it broke my heart. <laughs> having Ryan Gold in my lineup somewhere this week would have made even more sense for how it was. But Ryan Gold on the precipice of a gigantic game week, but ended up with uh, 19.4 in a full 90 minutes. But the highlight or low light, however you want to look at it, two missed penalties. And now it's just all <laughs> Laird couldn't take it anymore. The missed penalties. Oh, they kicked me off. I'm not too sure. Ryan anymore, broke this. Broke this I'll put, save the day. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> didn't realize, don't look. Don't look at my scores. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what he did. So hacking, hacking our stream somewhere. Uh, anyway. Hadji said, I think Larea won both of the missed penalties as well. That is such Ooh. a killer. Is that really right? I'm sure we could figure that out. Let's see. You imagine having both. And what did he finish? Oh, he still got an assist. That would have been basically 100, right? Um, uh, what's the easiest way? Penalty? Here we go. Penalty one. There's Larea. Oofed. That was the, the 12th ter- minute. And then 72nd. Oh. 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 That's a killer. Alex Wilson is going to die in the hill that Brian White is better than Ryan Gold. You're going to be the only one on that hill, though. Because, <laughs> that is absurd. So, anyway. It's good kidding. Anyway. Yeah, this weekend for sure. All right. So, Challenger, we were talking about the. Conference League, we uh, were saying how Ghent were big favorites. They are by far the biggest in Challenger. I'm trying to see. Let's The next highest among Challenger teams is Fenerbahce against uh, Ludo Goretz. Oh, all right. I used to work with a guy who was a Ludo Goretz fan from Bulgaria. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. First, only one I've ever known. Um, we've got USG against Lask. How about that? And Genk away to Ferencvaros. Why not? Why not? Um Ghent, I believe, if I remember, <laughs> Alex Wilson said Ghent conceding would be peak Ghent. Did I see that um, Nardi got hurt this past weekend? Ooh. I believe he did. He played 90. For some reason, I thought he got injured. And so it might be, yeah, he got a concussion. Yeah, Alex Wilson. So I think, I guess, Davey Rove probably starts this midweek, right? Um Price graph certainly makes it look like he's going to start. Honestly, both these goalkeepers, whenever I hear their names, I just can't. I don't know why people go into them. They're always, it's always perpetual motion between the two of them, you know? So, yeah, it looks like I, the reverse I is also, happening. Oh, Alex just said Rofe was always going to start. Oh, I guess he maybe, I guess he gets the uh, the midweek games. But the, the problem I have, so I don't have either of them. I don't think I have anybody from Ghent. But... I never know which one is actually starting. So like one gets hurt and I was like, is that the guy who's like, which one is that? Does it matter? Is anything changing? Is that, um, but anyway, yeah. A few people in chat confirming that. So that he, um, Ooh, he was always going to start that. Erkin was saying Fenerbahce always uh, rotate during champions league. Do they have, who did I say they had this week? Luda Goretz. Yeah. So, um, it depends, but because Fenerbahce don't have the same limitations Champions League as they do domestically, like they can kind of play whoever they want, you know. So the rotation is kind of always going to be there. You know, it's particularly with Galatasaray in the Champions League where they can just play like all their all their DPs, kind of like yeah, throw them yeah. all out together in the Champions League. So I think Fenerbahce, you, you know, no matter who the opponent is, you're probably going to always be on for a bit of it. And then yes, yeah, some of the guys that are maybe overloaded on minutes, depending on the opposition, you will see them come out for somebody else, but. I think that's to be expected is kind of the point yeah they're already let's see yeah they're on six points already uh was that a qualifier yeah it must have in been early august i don't know but yeah that's uh that's one that you just got to look out for in terms of expected rotation i guess we've got sporting also a decent favorite Feyenoord at home against lazio and then zagreb which who i feel like are just all over the place uh home against pilsen 
But Ooh, that'd be tough. Yeah. So and then Sparta Prague home against Rangers. Um Don't yeah. have cards for either of those teams yeah. mainly. No thanks. But yeah, it's like a number of fairly even matchups. Um, yeah, none that like, really jump out as well. Benfica hosting Real Sociedad's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Porto away Porto. to Antwerp is not the easiest matchup out there. Yep. Aston Villa AZ, that's a good so rare derby, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. I love those. And the, and the Conference League as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Down and dirty with all the cards, all the stacks. Absolutely. Yeah. Rico Mann knows exactly on top. happening. Sporting a favor to concede a 90th minute goal. Yep. Oh, absolutely. It's bound to happen. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of the big stacks that we are used to, PSV away to Lons, that's not easy. Besiktas. Who is that? Oh, Odo. Or no, they, somebody taught me how to pronounce that and I've already forgotten. Oh, is there another Bodo? way other than Bodo? But it's like Budo. Budo? Uh, man. I think it was during... Limited time only. Somebody brought it up. Um, and Alex Wilson said, think Brighton could do a number on Ajax. In fairness, everyone's doing a number on Ajax this season. So, yeah, um, we'll see. And, and the thing people Black need to remember as well when they're looking at this is like, we're, we're looking at this and it's for a challenger lens. I heard, I've seen somebody in the comments saying like Man United should be higher. Man United, you kind of play them in challenger. So this is only the the challenger teams kind of POV of all this, isn't it? Yeah. And when we get into champion, it's, it's, you know, through the other kind of context. So, Right. This is the challenger scale, uh, you know, for the region. Yep. Yeah. They, um, yeah, I'm trying to see if there are any other teams that were like used to stacking. Oh, Galatasaray home against Bayern Munich. That That's not fun. <laughs> be a good one to watch, but that'll be yeah. really fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, Copenhagen and uh, away to Man United. Alex Wilson calling the Jordan Larson masterclass incoming. It does seem like if there was ever a time where Jordan Larson would have a random big game, it's at Old Trafford. Just out of, when you're like, never dream of playing him. And all of a sudden there he is scoring early and often. And oof. we'll see. We'll see. Erkin um, said Icardi has a minor injury. Love so that. he'll probably be on the bench against Bayern. It does feel like an opportunity just to say, eh, never mind. We'll just yeah. let you sit. Salzburg away to Inter. Oof. And then, yeah, Shakhtar away to Barcelona. Yeah, very tough challenger week. Yeah, Ghent, the sure. best game there with the Icelandic opponents, of course. Brighton could score. Oh, no, Brighton aren't challenger. Ignore that. Fenerbahce could be mad. But, yeah, challenger's quite open. Yeah, and it makes you realize how competitive the uh, champion Europe will be because they're playing all of these all of these challenger sides that are probably pretty overmatched. Like, let's see, what is this? Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 11 maybe teams with 70% chance to win, including Freiburg away, which I think is might be the first time all season <laughs> that they're that <laughs> heavily favored against uh, Baca Topolo. Albania. Albania? It's a guess. Oh, oh it's just yeah. a guess. It's a guess. Uh, Albania. Serbia. Serbia. Damn it. Sorry, Serbians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, of course. This Serbian. Uh, Serbians have, have got a few Serbian teams in these competitions. That must be about four. Yeah. Let's see. Kukariki, yeah. Kukariki there for six on that table. Oh, yeah, there you go. Partisan upwards. Wow. Who is this team? Did we see them already? Yeah, Kukiri. Oh, that was the first one. Fiorentina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fiorentina. Yeah. Serbian football here to here to compete. Let's go. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Let's not give them any ideas, Laird. Let's not give them any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit this out later. Take that bit out. <laughs> Uh, Glenn said Barca and Bayern can almost wrap their groups up already with wins this midweek. Barca in this group of, or excuse me, Bayern in this group of death, and they're going to wrap it up in, in three game weeks. Um, Alex Wilson, roll on the so rare Serbia Discord. <laughs> and Johanneton was mentioning how Man United don't have any fit defenders, which even their fit defenders sometimes aren't even that good. But anyway. Um, David thinks Icardi is out four to six weeks. I don't have one, so I can't say 
I know that one, but that's a lot different than just missing this weekend, I'd say. Yeah, good tip off to anyone involved. For sure. But yeah, this is a this is a great reading, you know, Inter Milan at home at Salzburg. Like Salzburg have been handy in Europe, but I'm pretty sure it was Benfica. We were talking about this at the beginning of the Champions League and it, it was like, oh, Salzburg are not, not like Salzburg were almost like considered to be the bigger team in the mat in the odds for the game against Benfica and Benfica obviously just uh, took them over. Yeah. So I think like Salzburg are not what Salzburg have been before. So I think Inter Milan at home to them, they, they're doing so good now. That could just be like for the likes of Mkhitaryan, Chalonoglu, Lataros, even the guys in defence could be mad high scoring if they even win 3-0 or something like that, just the way that they play. Mm-hmm. Um, if they lock that clean sheet in. So I think that could be a really good game. Uh, so five wise, maybe a bit easier to predict their team also. Yeah, we haven't had. It's one of those weird ones that obviously we do have some intercards, but there are also players here that are not getting new cards, but they have lots of old cards. So like you can still get away with a pretty uh, sizable inter stack of players at inter with non inter cards, if that makes sense. Like you could play Summer Pavard. Um, Mkhitaryan probably has Roma cards. He's definitely got cards. Yeah. Maybe has, has AC Milan cards for sure. Taram with um, Gladbach. Oh, I, see, I love stuff like that. Like make a full inter stack of cards that are not inter. The total opposite of the collection game. <laughs> you'll have yeah. 1% XP and you'll lose because of it. But man, it would be fun. Anyway. Yeah, we've got the Brighton goalkeeper situation. Yeah. Between uh, Verbruggen and Steele. Is there any steel for Bruggen? Steel, steel. Yeah, there's just no continuity whatsoever. Let's see. Steel played Athens. Both of the Europa matches so far. But he also played this weekend. So who knows? Good Alex Wilson reckons it was previously two on, two off. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I don't think he did well in the, the Liverpool game. You know, I think that's why Steele came back in for the City games. I remember, I, I didn't wa- I didn't watch this game. I remember the kind of aftermath of it, somebody mentioned for Bruggen negatively somewhere. I said, I don't, okay. it's just something that's in the back of my mind. So I don't know if he's been, maybe Steele would play this one again. I think that stands up. I love this. Yeah. Steele has played every away game this Ooh, season. Oh, that's cool. Great detail. What an absurd way to do it if that's actually how they do it <laughs> let's see that might be it by the way home and away is it as simple as that did we crack the code already no, i don't know if me and you can take much credit Laird, but yeah we'll say we <laughs> i think no but i think it actually is the case home which is away. wild hold on brighton home all right so steel got the first one at home and then a first one away but then verbruggen Got West Ham and Newcastle. Steele got away to Man United. Steele, oh, he got the home game against uh, AEK. But then Verbruggen back in for the Premier League game. Yep. Steele in for away to Aston Villa and away to Marseille. Verbruggen for home against Liverpool. This is so stupid. This is (laughs) Steele. It's definitely Steele next. In this system, if this was like a, um, one of those memory games for children, the, it would come out steel next. If you know what I mean, like what is the pattern here? Yeah, yeah. And my answer is like blue, and it's like no, no, that's not. <laughs> um, anyway, Perpress said thoughts on Gross. I think he's fine. Key player for them. Yeah, key player for them. Ajax at home is a huge game for them. For only third game in the group, it's important to remember that because normally, I think when we're feeling this way about the Champions League and all the other group stages, maybe it feels like match day four or five, kind of in spirit because we've had all these bloody international breaks. Because normally we have the international break before like the final kind of hurdle, but yeah. we've had it after the first hurdle, which is just unusual. So um, everything is still quite open in the group. So I think even though you think, oh yeah, Brighton should do a number on Ajax, Brighton will be taking it lightly. And they will be taking the game pretty seriously in that sense. So Pascal Gross is best 11 player, despite rotation. I think that's clear to see because uh, all the set pieces he takes. Yep, I'm absolutely in on that. Uh, I'm still thrown off by Freiburg being a bigger favorite against Bayern, Real Madrid, Lille, Rome, 
Roma, Marseille, Newcastle, Arsenal. I mean, it's crazy. What is that? Arsenal, is that a way to Sevilla? That's not. Yeah. That's never easy. Yeah, they've just changed manager Sevilla. So a wee bit of an unknown quantity there all of a sudden. So, yeah, it could go. That could be very good for Arsenal if they're mm -hmm. a, a wee bit in flux and that kind of thing. So. PSG home to uh, Milan, Feyenoord home to Lazio, Atletico Madrid. Oof. What are we thinking? Yeah, it's emotional. It's emotional, mate. Because I'm obviously quite close to Atletico, yeah. uh, so five wise, you know. Yeah, so you uh, I'm kind of playing my game week where I'm just playing some Celtic stuff, and I'm just like considering it. Like, hey, if we get some magic tonight, then it's going to be. I've got a team there and I've got a team there and I'll be a part of it. But it does feel like it'll be a... I've done a prediction. It'll be going out on the Celtic channel. Um, I won't give it away, but I do think it'll be a draw, basically. I think this will be a tight game overall. Like, Atletico Madrid have done well so far in the group, but they've not been, like, wholeheartedly convincing. Like, Providell, like, scored at the death like, for Lazio, yeah. obviously, you know, quite famously. So they didn't, like, wipe the floor with Lazio. And equally, when they played Feyenoord, it wasn't... Uh, that much, you know, the game was topsy turvy, but Feyenoord could have got something from it, you know. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be a tight game, hopefully, okay. quite low scoring and a lot of AA, but maybe not that many decisives. I love that you called the Aston Villa AZ match a sort of derby because it feels like uh, Atletico Madrid at Celtic is a Quinny derby. Yeah, I like that. Thank you, <laughs> especially because that's Celtic Park, like it's uh, that feels very much like a Quinny derby, anyway. Um, let's see. Ren are away to Penneth. Oh, man, I never, the, these Greek teams are always, I like really struggle just because I like start to read them and I'm like, I go to say them. And then I'm like, oh, wait, there, I'm missing like an entire syllable in the middle. Penentheakos? Panathinaikos. Panathinaikos. It's the best I can do. Yeah. Greek's not too bad. But yeah, tough game for Ren, certainly. Confirmed it for us. Panathinaikos. Thanakos. I didn't do it. Anyway. Uh, Union Berlin against uh, home against Napoli. That could be a fun one. From a... Yeah. Just to watch. Right. I think... Should be five each on paper, the way both right? teams play. Like, yeah. That's just the way it should go. Yeah, and anybody with their Galatasaray or Copenhagen stacks or Salzburg stacks this week, just not feeling great. They're already looking for the weekend, <laughs> hoping they can bounce back then. And then, yeah, we went into... Copenhagen might not be too bad for an upset, but because Bayern Munich tried to rotate against them and then they had to change things up to get the game over the line. So Man United are playing Harry Maguire. You know, it's definitely not to be under understated. And I don't want anyone to report the channel or anything like that for bullying but like as <laughs> a fact like he's not as good a defender so if Copenhagen yeah. go there like you say Laird, maybe a wee bit of magic's in there something cool you never happens. know maybe. you never know I will never say know. uh Burger Mealing is out which um selfishly oh. for anybody who's looking sees his picture right here which means I have his cards um yeah they'll they could struggle but I feel like this is the perfect and Alex Wilson saying Copenhagen are dreadful right now this is what happened all you need is a is a Europa, is that what they're in? Champions League? Champions League match against Manchester United at Old Trafford. And that's how the magic restarts. That's all it is. That's it. Um, Scozer says Aberdeen is the one you should be looking for. Where do we, <laughs> where was, oh, they're back in the challenger list. Did they play yeah. somebody? Uh, they're in the same group as Frankfurt. So I can't remember who else is in that group with them. They have. I think it's quite a small team, but I think Frankfurt yeah. had a really good game last week. Was it Pau? Yeah, the Greek team. How do we have this many players? Like, look at all these minted players. <clears throat> they spend a lot of money. Like, they are one of these teams that um, they were getting a lot of articles and a lot of attention maybe about 12 years ago because, like, somebody put a lot of money into them and took them from, like, third tier to top tier. Mm -hmm. But I think their fans were a bit mental and stuff like that. So... Um, and this is from memory, so it may be really bad, but I think like the like let's say six years ago or something, they were really close to qualifying for Europe and stuff like that. But I think they got points taken off them because their fans like I think somebody threatened a referee with a gun and stuff like that. Like I think something mad happened. Like the guy that owns the club came onto the pitch with a gun or something. 
it's a crazy story like that. I don't really remember it too well. But somebody will in the chat, I'm sure. Um, so they've got they spend money. So that's why they've got cards. So <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Hmm. Um, you're absolutely right, by the way. Oh yeah. Look at this headline. Gunslinging KOK <laughs> owner threatens referee at Greek Super League match. This was back in 2018. Uh, oh, there he is. Oh, there. It's right there. He's <laughs> back in heat. <laughs> yeah. That's so how you know you're prepared for a football match because you're, yeah, you're packing heat. Um, yeah, everybody checking in here. Yeah. Ross Bell was their owner with a gun. And then Ian Sower was the chairman that came on. Yeah. So, um, man. You guys are on top of this. I love this stuff. Anyway, um, going back to Copenhagen, Erkin said, I think they have a chance against Man United because, to be fair, every team on earth right now has a chance against Man United at this point. Never it. You just never know. Um, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying, like, I really enjoy watching Ten Hag interviews now because it's just like, you know, like, if anyone enjoys watching The Office, like, the really good parts of The Office where... It's just somebody being really bad at their job and it's really cringy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it kind of feels like that sometimes with him. And I get that same kind of David Bren, you know, peak Michael Scott kind of office vibes off of him sometimes. Quinny, <laughs> I feel like you have more managerial <laughs> expertise than most people. Do you think... ETH lasts. I think they're committed on him. I think when you listen to the fact that like the Manchester United, like the legends in the media and stuff like that, like not too many of them are really, really get on his back or denounce them as often mm -hmm. as they did. Or as long, I think they're, I think they've all made some sort of secret pact to like not commentate as much these days yeah. and just kind of step away from it. And I think that's kind of what everyone involved wants. So I think Ibrahimovic had really good comments on it. If anyone's seen, he did an interview with, I think it was Piers Morgan, and he said something like, to the tune of like when, because he's been at Ajax and Man United, and Ibra was talking about how like he's a great Ajax coach, and to be a Man United coach is different. So you can't expect him to come in here and, you know, he needs experience basically. So you either accept he doesn't have the experience and you give him it and he gets it with you, or like you, you know, you don't give him the job in the first place sort of thing. Right. So I think that's ultimately what it falls down is if no one's going to give him any bother and they're going to keep giving him time. He probably will see out the season at the very least and then be judged. All right. That's fair. I get it. Anyway. And really, who else is there out there? We'll jump back you know. to, the, uh, to our preview here. Pick scores. Let's see who we got for the... Oh, my gosh. It's always fun to see Antoine Griezmann near the top. Yeah, oh, no, no it's not. <laughs> no, it's well, not. you're right. Not for you. You're right. <laughs> my apologies. I already forgot about that. <laughs> Um, all right, we put everyone in, and now it's now he's not so dramatic. We've got Jude Bellingham. There's a lot of away players actually at the top of the uh, pick score list, but Bellingham uh, away to is that Braga? Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, that's the sort of game where Bellingham could get like 50 AA because Braga is like a smaller kind of ground and all that kind of thing as well. So just much more actions per minute kind of situation mm -hmm. than a smaller pitch. And Braga are notably a good team at home, so that'll be a bit of a contest for the first like. 45, 50 minutes. And see, one thing I think Claire's been playing so rare is see if you get good all around by half time or by 50 minutes, that's when you can really get a huge score come the end of the game. Like, it feels like in the last 20 or 30 minutes is when a lot of the good AA can really trap in for some players, just mm -hmm. for, you know, just the way I guess football is, I suppose. But if you get a game that you get a guy really quickly with two tackles and an interception in the first half an hour, and then you know, somebody like Bellingham, especially, you know, then you're just set off on for a huge score. Yeah. So, when I see Bellingham up there, the first thing I think is could have a big AA performance out of him. I didn't a lot of DAs. I didn't see why he lost it, but I got a notification this week that he scored a goal and then it was taken out. But he ended up having a fairly pedestrian game for him. But obviously, the had he gotten this goal, he still had an, uh, almost twenty AA for the, the match away to Sevilla this week. He's just he's incredible, like just incredible. Anyway. Bruno at home against Copenhagen, who we were saying before. Kieran Trippier, really high expected, despite his team likely giving up five goals. But if they're going to score five, he could be involved heavily. So um, that's always fine. We'll skip over that next guy playing at, at Celtic Park. Clearly, the pick score is 
there's something haywire about that. But uh, Jao Felix home against Shakhtar. Harry Kane away to Galatasaray. And then Vincenzo Grifo starts the the Freiburg guys. He continues to be... I've I seen think, him in so many teams this weekend. Like, so many screenshots on my timeline this weekend have Grifo in it. Really? Like, yeah, super rares and stuff like that. There he is, 95. Against Bochum. I guess if you've got a Grifo, that's a game you're after, isn't it? So Absolutely. Delivered on a big one. Yeah, so they... Yeah. Any sort of Freiburg stacks are going to look good this week. I, I don't I don't know Freiburg well enough, but I don't imagine that they're one who like heavily rotates for Europa League. If anything, I'm not paying attention to them either. Yeah. <laughs> ben John said I had Grifo in the old common game and I loved him. Oh, I love that. I loved that old common game. Uh, anyway. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> Look at Chancellor and Bemba high up the list. Who they have? Oh, right, AEK. Fabian scored for him. Jokes aside, I actually do fancy Newcastle to like. I don't think. Well, I watched a bit of Dortmund at the weekend. Uh, they played Friday, didn't they? I think we all watched a bit of Dortmund. Yeah, they look good. If you know what I mean, but like away to Newcastle, it's in James's Park. Like if if Newcastle got a clean sheet, I wouldn't be overly surprised. You know because. <sighs> Like, you know, like, just saying. They mm-hmm. didn't score against PSG. Just a, yeah. just a shout. I wouldn't All say. Right. But it could be 5-5, five, five, so, you know, don't get me wrong on that front. But, like, <laughs> if Dortmund did blank, uh, you know, I think Newcastle have got, you know, Newcastle have got an all right defence to maybe pull it off at St. James's. Yeah, it should be good. I mean, it's one of those that if, if it's 5-5, five, five, nobody is saying like, wow, whoever saw that coming? Like, I think those two teams playing, like anything certainly can happen. So, yeah. So I noticed Lucas Vialba sneaking in here between Jao Cancelo and Kim Min Jae, which is always funny when you see $146 limited, followed by a $4 limited, and then a $65 limited. But they're so rare for you. Um, And he's the cheapest L15 of the three. You're right. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see him high up on the Andy's at home list. We got Argentinos this week. He's coming off a bit of a bit of a struggle too, but he's a good player. Uh, there's Callum McGregor. You think he's a little underrated here? Only I think it's going to be a high AA game. Like it is going to be a high AA affair. It's just going to be like things like bookings or. Anything catastrophic that could happen, I don't want to speak it into existence. I'm not going to say the negative decisive actions, what they are, but everyone who's watching this knows what they are. So you can just imagine any of those. Um, they're the things I fear the most, you know, but I think, it, yeah, it's going to be high AA, low decisive is kind of what I'm hoping for ultimately, so five wise. But um, I think Griezmann's good for the AAA, and uh, I mentioned the Newcastle thing is also AAA is so high, and Shar wasn't too far behind them um, yeah. because like, they do have what, really good defensive. Uh, just about them under 23 goalkeepers that is yeah, a great list this week midweek so you always got to look at the who we got Diogo Costa the top one away to Antwerp which isn't really the best of matchups but looks like it's the best we've got Meslier much better than that international reading we've had before <laughs> it's a lot of let's see Trubin home but a tough matchup same with Sherpin um who Chevalier play? Sloven Bratislava. Slovakia. Seems okay. Yeah. Is I Gorder hurt? For him. Did he get hurt this weekend? Uh-oh. Joe Hart could have some AAs, people are saying. If you don't, again, I said they don't concede three. Any goalkeeper doesn't concede three in a tough game could have a good game week for you. Yeah. That's ultimately where we're at, you know, so... Um, yeah, like the clean sheet, especially with Joe Hart. Like you were talking about the last minute goals that Sporting concedes, but see, with Joe Hart, it's like the 62nd minute or the 59th minute. You know, that's his lovely range of goal concessions. You know, it's right. just like the points are just about to come or they've just came, and it's like, <laughs> that happened not this game week. <laughs> yeah, no, I had that happen. I forget it was maybe last weekend. The I had checked my lineups. And 
I had a goalie of 59 minutes and he hadn't conceded. And I was like, okay. And I was just like waiting another minute or two so I could refresh it. You know, you, you like to just see the, the score bump and all that stuff. And he conceded at the 62nd and I can I like refresh at the 63rd. And I was just like, oh. when I saw, like, I didn't see the match score. I just saw that his score didn't change. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. Why hasn't it? And it's like, oh, 60 seconds. So yeah, Gorder went off yesterday at 74 minutes. Who backs? I don't even know who the backup is. Ramage. Yeah, the manager like- was bumming him up. I'm sure when they brought them in, that name rings a bell to me. The, I think Did the he- manager, whatever his name is, someday the club bumped him up when he came in as a good backup or a good guy to have. I do remember that. You're right. <laughs> um, when is Rui back? But he was supposed to be like three months. So when did he play? August? I feel like that should be soon. Yeah, next month, November. Kind of. Hmm. Anyway, tough one. Does seem like a decent amount of them. And Van de Voort. Van de Voort is the Van second de- worst. Really? <laughs> Why? Good. That is a good one. That's that's probably on paper one of the best fixtures there. Like No, it's because Oh, unlikely to start. A bunch of people don't oh. think he's going to start. Why would he not start? Uh, he didn't start the last conference league game. Hmm. Oh, that's when eight, uh, is Van Crombridge the backup here? Did he get the start? That's what it was. He got the start in their last conference league game. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. So that's why he's, that's why Van de Voort is so low because. Nobody yeah. knows if he's going to start. Chris said Rui's back in 2024. All right. Ouch. I suppose if he returns from the injury in like November, the Dutch league, I think, finishes like early December. It's so, a yeah. big break, yeah. And it's end of January they return. So, yeah, it's like proper two months for. Yeah, let's see here. I keep doing this, but uh, yeah, February 3rd, they come back. Ooh. It just feels so long. Uh, so, so Ramage yeah. could be a good under 23 keeper if Ajax don't concede three but I think Brighton could score three against Ajax mm-hmm. no problem at all so uh, maybe Bazunu could pull out another just about to bring him up yeah another masterclass you just never know like it's a goalkeeper so like it, it certainly could happen but I almost want to take that Ireland clean sheet out yeah Man, some goalkeepers, man, you get them and they just kill your, they kill a session of your games, don't they? Your game weeks just with this crap, as you're just getting it trundled through eleven and twenty-one. I just, oh, it's nothing worse than a goalkeeper hitting red or orange. It's just, yeah. Alex Wilson was saying, uh, "Not this is not U twenty-three, but yeah, George Long should start for Norwich tomorrow because Angus Gunn Angus went off Gunn. injured yesterday." Look at that. 13.7 AA in 59. Oh, man. 59 minutes. Oh, got it. <laughs> One minute away. Um, yeah, that's tough. But anyway, let's uh, see our top U23s. Yeah, Bellingham, Jao, Hallen, Saka, Ostegaard. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Vinny Jr.'s finally getting back up there. Yeah, quite an open division again this game week. It will just be about who actually turns up. And, uh, you know, one, one of the things from... Yeah. Well, he's he's been on great form. Like, I-5 of 79, it doesn't really do him justice. He's been absolutely killing at the moment. But, um, yeah, well, the guys that play midweek as well, because, like, with Soria cards in particular, a lot of us are trying to maximise utility. And it feels like, for the most part, not too many people, I don't think, lose strides between having something to play midweek. It might not be as many teams or that kind of thing. Um, and it is always like, you know, midweek, it's European football. It's the best teams from the best leagues that qualified last year and got into these groups and all the rest of it. So, so often, like when you look at these pages, every one of these players is like important to so many people. Like, that's my yeah. best defender or that's my best midfielder. And it is just then like who's actually going to go and score two goals or who's going to get an assist and 
who's going to actually make the difference because there's none of them there. Like even Haaland against young boys, like it might score a goal or two and come off after sixty minutes because yeah. it's away or something. You know, there's nobody there. There's no game that's blatantly a, a run over. Yeah, it doesn't seem. Yeah. Yep. That's the the biggest fear always. Like, oh, a guy starts and then sixty minutes, you're just like, oop. Thank you. Yeah. Let's uh, do a quick cap two forty. Let's go rare today because why not? Let's see. Shar and Bemba, Jao Felix, hmm. Grifo. There's Vialba. There's Graal as well. There's Jens Graal who should start for Frankfurt. Glad to see him there. And then I wonder if... I don't know this why this guy... Like... Unless he's going to come on for Burger Meeling. have to admit, I don't know Copenhagen as well. Yeah. Mendy Jr. Good. No, Nepalis Mendy is 33. Hmm. I wouldn't be playing one. him. Yeah, that is a weird one. <laughs> I liked uh, Diego Dallow's goal at the weekend. was a pretty good strike as well. And seeing him there, like rated AAA, he can kind of get that. It could be a good week for him. Fullback yep. that likes to take some shots and get some decisives if they do the job against Copenhagen. Yep. Yeah, I mean, statistically, Man United should should be okay. But we all know, we all know better than that. Yeah. John Espinoza. I didn't know he was there. And was that Switzerland? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Can't say he's tearing it up. No. Yeah, he's definitely making headlines, is he? I guess just with a 30 L15 at home against Bruges is enough is, is enough sometimes. A Dan Triple A. Mm. Is that a blessing or a curse? It's never a blessing. <laughs> At least with the Don. Just never. And then here we have our first uh, Yokohama guy, Riku Yamane. Yeah. Like that a lot. Those graphs are always so silly. Um, Jonathan said the river center back should be AAA. I think the problem with that, though, is that we never really know who is going to start. So LGP is a double A. Ala Diaz is an A. Mm. I don't know. Ricomon said, this could be the week my sporting stack stays up. I say that every game week, literally every single one. They had a cut match this past weekend, so maybe they're – I didn't see who, who even played, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Our team to rock out. That should be a game that Sporting do win, like one or, or something. You know, Poland isn't like a division, isn't like that too far. Like it's, it's obviously not an elite league or anything, but – that team in particular are like quite small even at that stage. So sports should be too big and too good for them really on the turnout. So but because that rack hour at home, they should get some shots away and stuff like that. So you maybe get a wee bit of AA or something like that. Maybe the clean sheet may be a bit much to ask for potentially, but uh yeah, could be a good one for all around, certainly anyway, because they'll have a good home support and it'll be like there'll be temperature in that match. Mm-hmm. Isn't Dino Hodic in Poland, like he didn't have the decency to go to a team that had some utility. Poznan. Yeah. Come on, Dino. We need Dino back in the, back in the Soria streets. Um, For sure. Yeah. Anyway. We're missing some guys that go to these leagues and we don't, like Greece especially, we've featured a few of those teams tonight. A lot of blue X's from there. We could do with yeah. that, you know, maybe not Serbia, but. Greece would do. When Serbia's, well, was I don't, even, I don't even remember what the name of the league was. The Premier League, Slovenia Super, Super league. league, Super League. Feels like a Super League kind of place. SNL, Slovenia Prava Liga. That's a PRVA in in English, at least. That's, oh, no. that's Slovenia. Slovenia. It's their own country. Yeah. <laughs> Serbia. Oh, Serbia. <laughs> Serbia Pro League. Serbian Super League. There you go. 
It's a Super League kind of place, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, Mike Baston said he thinks Rakow were Polish champs last year. I assume so if they're playing in some sort of European competition. But All right. We've fallen off the rails here. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining. If you could please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to this guy right here. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday to talk about the weekend where it'll probably be the same stuff. Rotations, who knows what happened midweek. We're going to do it on Wednesday before the Wednesday matches are played, which is obviously before the Thursday matches are played. So we'll have no idea what's going on. It'll be great. But uh, Quinny, thank you for all of that. And everyone, good luck this week.